1: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is
0: the Rob Black Show.
1: It's one of those weird days. It's both Columbus Day and National Indigenous Peoples Day, and it's one of those federal or one of those national holidays that may not be celebrated in the state you live in. Very odd. It's even growing up, it was Columbus Day, and I understand the national. Indigenous People's Day. It's not lost on me. The two are tied together. Um, it, it just doesn't make sense. Let's see if we can make sense of the stock market today. NASDAQ down 31% year to date, almost 32%. Friday was ugly. SP 500 down 23.6%. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down 19.3%. All three have hit a bear market. Bear markets tend to be precursors to recessions, recessions tend to end, um, usually wrap up in a six-month to three-year time frame. We're nine months, 10 months into the year where we've seen the negatives of inflation. So we're putting in our time and we're putting in our correction and we're serving our bear market. Will we make any lows? It's probably likely until we get the news to crack that we're looking for. CPI numbers coming down aggressively or assertively. Um, Jobs being lost, not added. And the Fed saying one of those two things happened. Maybe a fourth thing, fifth thing, sixth thing we're looking for that we don't even know about could be things like um, something breaks. The dollar gets too strong. And someone on the world institutional landscape played it incorrectly. Oil, still very problematic. It was helping, it was helping, and it was helping. And then the Saudis came in and said, we're cutting supply. So oil's back to $92 a barrel. Ideally, I would like to see oil between 60 and 80 As I get older, I'll probably say 70 and 90, Um, but 92 is on the high side for a world economy trying to recover from years of a pandemic, as well as Russia, Ukraine, and much, much more. Um, Let's hit some of the headlines that's out there. Iran's getting into deadly protest demonstrations that began over the death of a woman who was detained by Iran's morality police now ballooned to the biggest rebuke of the clerical government in years. Students have joined the parade of protests chanting death to the dictator. Wow. A human rights group said over the weekend that at least 185 people have been killed over the last three weeks during protests. It's a lot of people. Social media companies are clamping down on Kanye West after anti-Semitic posts. He is is truly all press good press because he seems to be glamorized in the press. The rapper had his account restricted by Instagram for violating its business policies when he started posting on Twitter. The platform also locked him out. West now goes by Yee. He has been posting anti-Semitic Content, including a tweet that said, when I wake up, I'm going death con three on Jewish people. And last week, he was heavily criticized for wearing the white lives matter t-shirt in Paris. I'm. I'm not going to say I'm okay. Um, Is it inciting violence? I don't know. That's one area. I'm going to let you make the decision on it for me, if you can. Inflation data is incoming this week. This is what we're going to be paying attention to. Thursday's consumer price index release will show how much we got clobbered by inflation in September. Last month, inflation came in hotter than expected, leading to a market route in the last four weeks. Economists hope to see some cooling in the core CPI, which strips out food and gas prices. Earnings season is going to be starting back up. I think the first one that I'm going to be paying attention to is Pepsi on Wednesday. And that's going to be showing me how corporations are dealing with a strong dollar as well as higher inflation and its effects on the consumers. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Stock market comes into the week at its wounds from last week on the September employment report. That was better than expected. A Bloomberg report this morning that I read the headlines, I was like, uh-oh, COVID cases are on the rebound in China. I know you're saying, uh-oh, did he just say that? Yes, COVID cases are on the rebound in China. Heading into the winter months where we tend to sneeze and sniffle and stay indoors more. Uh oh. Russia stepped up its missile attacks on the Ukraine after the Crimea bridge blast over the weekend. Um the bridge between Russia and Ukraine, or Crimean Peninsula. Uh got taken out, but it didn't actually break, which is eh. That sucks. If he's gonna retaliate, eh. I'm not going to get into politics quite yet. Although, man, the elections are coming up fast. Goldman Sachs is downgrading Procter & Gamble today, uh, neutral from buy. Goldman Sachs is an army of big brokers, lots and lots of people who have wealthy clients. And when they publish research, they tend to have their brokers follow their research. Goldman Sachs is a premium company who sells premium research as well. So firms like mine might subscribe to the research and say, oh, Goldman Sachs has determined the consumer is getting weaker. And if they're cutting back on Procter & Gamble, things around the house like toothpaste, maybe they're probably cutting down and going to the dollar stores, positive, or maybe they're going to be cutting down and buying fewer iPhones, negative. A lot of stuff can be wrapped into that research. EBS is cutting forward to sell from neutral and General Motors to neutral from buy. Um, I think one of the best things that I could share with you right now is uh, having a conversation with an analyst on Friday. He was pushing me into the theory that we're going to hit rolling recessions in different sectors. That it's going to go from housing to technology to banks to the consumer goods back to healthcare And eventually, everyone will put in their 20% down. And when they do, the market will be in a better place. I don't know about that. I'm just telling you a rolling recession theory is is being postulated. Stock market has the producer price index for September on Wednesday. I did tell you Thursday is the important one on the consumer price index. Retail sales also to be important on Friday. So I would say the first two days of the week, not a lot going on other than reaction to, are we oversold? You're not going to glean a lot of information until Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even though there are releases on like China's services index fell into a contraction territory. You're like, I don't know anything about the China services index drops. That doesn't mean a lot to me. I know. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. am going to be announcing a seminar this week. Look for the news later in the week. I'm Rob Black. It's coming up in November, the seminar. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Brought to you by EP Wealth. This is the Rob Black Show. It's mid-October. I had some birthday wishes come my way from loyal listeners. Thank you. Um, turning older just makes you feel... It sucks after you hit 50, because you're like, how many more years am I to work? <laughs> when do I stop doing this? What am I to do next? When am I supposed to get a colonoscopy? <clears throat> All great questions, right? But you know, the nice thing about October is yeah, I grew up uh, overseas and on the East Coast a lot. My last 25 years have been on the West Coast, but on the West Coast, you kind of lose a sense of fall. The leaves don't turn. All the leaves are brown. I kind of like fall. It's one of the the first associations I ever had with math and and laws of physics that just t- t- attracted me to you know money. The whole idea of you know winter's really really cold and barren and nothing can grow, and that turns into spring, and the spring has that little shoot of grass that turns green, and the the flowers t- turn to budding, and the clothes get skimpier, and then you know summertime comes and it kills off the promise and the love and the Um, that the niceness of spring spring is the best. And then summer just comes along and scorches it and turns it into a desert and the leaves turn brown for the fall. So I look at the seasons as longing for each other. And as one gets to peak, it it, it turns to break. And as the seasons break, you kind of see how they become one another in a cycle on the East coast. And you understand that the economy has a cycle to it as well. And we are in the down part of our economy cycle at this point in time. But there will be a spring, and I will tell you when I see it. Um, right now, we need a lot more winter because we had a great, great, great last year. So retailers benefit from the fall as well because you get back to back to back three months of holidays. Halloween thanksgiving christmas and then the other holidays like hanukkah i'm not knocking on a hanukkah i'm just saying the dollars are on christmas that's all fine we're all on the same page but home depot and lowe's used to really count on spring you know i'm talking about seasons in this segment Home Depot and Lowe's, you kind of thought of spring as their lucrative time when people come in and get dirt, they buy dirt and they're like, there's dirt everywhere, but they come in and buy dirt, soil, and grass, and and plants, and paint. Their locked up winter turns into, let's open back up in spring business. So Home Depot added Christmas trees in 1987. That was followed by Christmas decor in 2005. And Halloween merchandise in 2013. Then it saw an opportunity to expand seasonal sales in the fall. The retailers' teams of merchants sought out inspiration by going to haunted houses and watching classic 80s Halloween movies and Tim Burton movies. And if you go into a Home Depot or Lowe's right now, you'll see a lot of like things like 12 foot tall skeletons, haunted house cookie sets. And you're like, wait, wait, am I in Home Depot? The 12-foot-tall skeleton cost $299. It debuted last year. It became a media sensation. It sold out. It's known as the Skelly skeleton. It returned this year. First available shipments were in July July of this year, July 15th. And I'm going, wait, wait, wait. Are you telling me Halloween started on July 15th at Home Depot? That's right. Halloween sales items include a new Hocus Pocus-themed inflatable that goes for $149, an 8-foot animated Reaper that recites scary phrases while moving its head and mouth costs $249. Company also added a 15-foot-tall towering Phantom. I do like Home Depot and Lowe's. I'm not going to call them the stocks of the week, but I think I could. They're great long-term names. They figured out how to get us in all year long, all the seasons. I'm talking about things that are selling out like the skelly skeleton. Americans want to get together. We don't really want to talk politics. We don't really want to talk uh, economy. Halloween is a $10.6 billion spending category for Americans. Last year was $10.1 billion. Plans to spend $100 or more for candy decor, cards, and costumes are on basically the list. And Home Depot and Lowe's and Target and Walmart all benefit. When you go in for your spooky, sexy, scary costume this year, they're hoping you find a little bit more in the aisles to take home with you. Back to Home Depot. Home Depot comes up with a skelly skeleton, the 12-foot tall. $299 out of, out of pocket. Rival Lowe's has a mummy that's 12 feet tall that sells for $348. Now, here's where I go with this. Uh, what do I do with it after this year? And that's a big splurge. If my kids were six, I'd be like, sure. But when your kids are now like, 12 and 14, you're like, eh. So we just um, inherited one of the big skeletons that my neighbor, who is 80 plus years old, her kids are all gone. Home Depot and Lowe's say Halloween sales are going well, but they do not break out sales figures in the category as of yet. In late September, Costco said in an earnings call that the early sales of Halloween merchandise were going well. Walmart CEOs is stocking up on spooky items such as inflatables and outdoor decor. Even as it's canceling other orders, as it's trying to cope with a glut of merchandise they don't want, spring and summer turn turned to fall. Spring and summer is no longer acceptable to be selling. They need winter sweaters, and they need them now. So, they have to move the shirts that are short sleeved for 50% off. You get the idea how seasons long for each other. And once you learn that, you feel a lot more comfortable. When you think about Halloween, I see it as completely discretionary. If I was not feeling wealth, if I was feeling poor, I might have to turn off the lights, be a killjoy. I like full size candy bars. I like being in the house and knowing is the full size candy bars. You got to go up some steps to get to my home, and I think if the kids go up the steps, they they deserve the reward if you pick it up. What I'm putting down, fun size candy bars are not all that fun. And I hope an orthodontist or good dentist locally buys the candy back and sends it to troops. I do so. 800 516 1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. There's one last thing that I guess we should talk about here. Um there is a story going around this year. Be extra careful with your kids' Halloween. Because a lot of uh I think meth is coming into the country for and it looks like sweethearts, little candies. Um that's horrific. I know someone who's had an overdose on bad bad, bad marijuana. Um, you imagine your kid losing his mind because of Halloween candy? Be careful. Educate your children. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. I will have a similar announcement coming up. You'll find out more about it at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. I'm Rob Black. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. One stock story of note worth today is that Rivian figures are slumping after the company announced a big recall. Rivian is trying to be the next Tesla, and they've got a beautiful truck on uh, for sale, pickup truck. It is lovely. It, it When you see it on the roads, you're going to go, ooh, hopefully you've seen a couple on the roads already because there's been 12,212 of them uh, manufactured, and they've just got a massive recall. Turns out that a fastener in the vehicle steering assembly was pr- was not tightened correctly, so they have to recall every one of the vehicles. That's expensive, but more importantly, that damages their brand because the only thing I was associated with the brand is like, ooh, it's an anti-Tesla, and ooh, it looks good. The cost of the recall is not going to dent Rivian's really substantial cash hoard. Company had 15.5 billion on hand at the end of the second quarter. So what they just need to show us is how fast will they stop burning money? Tesla used to be in a situation where they lost money, 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 and then they made just a scosh. And if you bought at the time where they started to cut their losses in revenue, no, no, cut their losses not cut the revenue. Increasing revenue can sometimes increase losses for sure if you're losing X amount per vehicle. So Rivian wants to get to 25,000 vehicles produced by the end of the year. Nearly all my automakers will have a recall of them. So I'm not knocking the recall, I'm just saying this is a company that they may get my next purchase and it's a black eye. Rivian said it was aware of seven reports of issues that could be related to the fastener in question. It is not aware of any injuries related to the defect. So fortunately, I'm not talking about people dying, but that's how a recall works. And to me, it, it hurts the brand really quite much more so than, say, uh, a lawsuit or the cost of the recall. NASDAQ touches a two-year low as semiconductors are getting uh, shellacked again. Semiconductors are the heart. They are the bones, if you will, of this, the, the, the body tech. Um, other stories of note, online holiday sales are going to rise at the slowest rate ever. Expect discounts this year, according to Adobe. Adobe does a lot of research on online spending. They expect sales to increase 2.5% to $209 billion year over year. That's going to be down, which was in 2021, a growth rate of 8.6%. But again, how much of the online shopping did we pull forward and got comfortable with for the rest of our days due to COVID? Did your aunt or uncle who had never used online delivery, did they pull it forward? There's going to be a trillion, shopping, a trillion shopping visits to U.S. retail websites. Very important for the retailers to keep us there and discount codes help. 85% of the top 100 U.S. online retail sellers um, are talking about Christmas and the holiday season and what they expect. Sales have already begun. Amazon.com is is holding a Prime Day promotional event on October 11 and 12, what once was Black Friday that Amazon benefited from, and they're like, hey, we got these people who use Prime who are paying for a subscription every year, $119, $139, goes up on a regular basis. Why don't we give them one day where they can use their membership card as an Amazon Prime member and slash prices? And that worked so well that Amazon did it a second time this year. Do you see how everything started to merge into each other? Discounts will reach a new high this holiday season as retailers react to oversupply and softening consumer demand. Companies see a 27% average discount on electronics this year, Amazon said. Toys will see an average discount of 22%, up from 19% last year. Appliances will see an average discount of 18% up from 4% last year. Now, keep in mind, it was this time last year where we started noting the the, the effects of inflation on our economy. The best electronic discounts will be offered on um, Cyber Monday or Black Friday. Toys will see their biggest discounts on the Saturday following Thanksgiving. Apparel and sporting goods will be mostly discounted on Sunday. There is an algorithm to this. Online sales for electronics are projected to increase 2.9% this year. <laughs> Some hot devices and gifts. Um, Disney Encanto toys. Cocoa Melon toys, which I got to learn about Coco Melon recently, which makes me really embarrassed because it's online t- presents for children. And yeah, holidays are big for children, right? um the lll surprise dolls then you get into the uh, electronics the stuff that you know daddy wants in NH- nhl 23 call of duty modern warfare 2 overwatch 2 playstation 5 xbox series x nintendo switch all still very popular um maybe my gift i should i get an air fryer this year i don't have an air fryer everyone talks about air fryers and to me, it just doesn't sound right. That's maybe, but I do. What am I going to get? Apple Watch Series 8, the Ultra, the AirPods Max Pro, Stanley Tumblers, gift cards. It's that time of the season we all find so pleasing. Uh, We're talking about holiday discounts. And speaking of which, I I bring that up in large part because this segment I really want to push that corporations sometimes change their tone. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Rivian looked like a a Tesla competitor. Now they look like they have a massive recall on every vehicle they had made to date. It looks good on the road, but if we continue to talk about recalls, will that scare away moms who don't want to put their children in the vehicles? (laughs) Or some of the reports coming out on the Ford F-150 that drivers are shocked that when they haul something in their new electric vehicle that the range goes down aggressively. You think you have your vehicle charged up to about 200 miles, and then you put a dresser in the back, and a 30-mile trip suddenly takes out 140 miles of your your distance. You're like, whoa, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, a lot of electric vehicle buyers are going to learn. EVs don't like cold winter which I do wonder how California is going to get that mandate to hold up when you're talking about the Sierras and it gets down to zero degrees for weeks on end sometimes. I don't see how that, that holds. There has to be exceptions. Um, because EVs just, they don't take the discharge well and they drop fast. Lit. And if you're already in the mountains where you're going up and down hills and it's cold, good luck with your EV there. So sometimes corporations have to change. Um, the Ford F one hundred and fifty electric vehicle. It's they thought it was going to start at thirty five thousand. Now it's at fifty thousand. Almost they've had to change. There's it's going to be more expensive in the future too, because we're going to have to figure out this towing issue and the cold weather issue. Um, and then you know, the online retail sales this year, you're seeing massive discounts early in the season. They're, they've basically given up already, is what I'm trying to say. They had to change their tune. They see the consumer getting weaker. It's like Netflix. They're getting ready to roll out a ad-supported tier, critical, critical to driving revenue. Um, they lost 200,000 viewers in the March quarter. If you do subscriber count in the June quarter, it was down 970,000. The continued losses in subscribers comes at a time of economic uncertainty for many us households and if you can cut your bills any way you can maybe you can make christmas a little fatter maybe you can make Thanksgiving a little bit juicier um netflix stock people are looking at because there is estimated seven and a half million ad supported us and canadian subscribers in 2023 and 22 million in 2026 so looking for some growth netflix will say hey we have a cheaper tier but you're gonna have to watch some commercials those commercials will roll in. It's expected about $1.2 billion in revenue for Netflix in 2023 and $4.6 billion by the year 2026. The interesting thing is <clears throat> you subscribe to Netflix, so, but they also see what you watch. And I didn't watch the Mila Kunis new movie on Netflix. I could have put it on. I could have like let it roll. See if there's anything compelling about it. It's a story of a young woman with a mysterious past. I'm like, no, if I put it on, Netflix is going to know about me. And they're going to serve up more of that. And then when I get commercials, they're going to be like, well, this is clearly what Rob likes. Chick flicks in distress. Couldn't get myself to watch the Marilyn show. Marilyn Monroe fantasy dream sex sequences. Sounds great, but just didn't want to be included in that that Netflix art, artificial intelligence um collection data on myself like this is who you are rob you like chick flicks in distress so let's see what's going to be like in 2023 we're still in 2022 and you're seeing corporations announce big discounts to get you to online shop you're seeing companies like Lowe's and Home Depot introduce halloween categories earlier um, even to the point that Home Depot didn't even sell Halloween goods until 2015. So it's dynamic. That's one thing I want you to know and I want you to understand about investing. It's dynamic. The economy is dynamic. It's not as static and locked in as you think. And that's where you get into trouble when you try to predict what's going to happen without understanding that there's sometimes secondary reactions. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. The
0: Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com.
1: I like watching local news on occasion, especially during the holiday season. You can kind of see some cool things. There's some guy in the Bay Area who has a drone drone show now, Uh, and I'm like, that's pretty cool. The amount of effort some people put into their homes, the passion of decorating for Halloween, the keeping up with the neighbors, it's silly. It makes you laugh. Um, It's nice to see. Now, let's talk about love and the cost of love quickly. 22% of millennials are going into debt from dating. Uh, basically, this is a pretty big category of people. Generation z are 18 to 25. Millennials are 26 to 41. So this is really about the millennials age 26 to 41, people who haven't found love in marriage yet. And they're spending on average about $91 on a night out. Now, I know, right? Women spend about an average of $81 to get ready for a date. Men spend about $104 on the date. Everything is more expensive in this formula, including the ride shares, the dinners, the entertainment concerts. Uh, What's very interesting to me is that human beings naturally just have no ability to really accurately account for our money mentally. So I think people are spending a lot more. You've heard me on this show say numerous times the story of about my 20s and how I regret how much money I spent on love. To be honest with you, it's it's really been my whole life that I've kind of attached love and being a good partner to providing good experiences that are better than average that maybe she hasn't seen before. Um, it's better to be honest with your budget and with your partner. I don't think it serves the relationship well to get into expensive debt, Um. 85% of those surveyed said they wouldn't feel offended if their partner took them on a low cost date. Some of my best stories on this show have been telling you about some of the low cost dates that I've created, especially during my collegiate years. Um, because debt sucks. It's that kind of simple. And Jennifer Lopez may say that love doesn't cost a thing, but it does cost it's very very real on new clothes and roses and ride shares and fancy dinners and concerts and after show coffees it's all of that you know when you desperately want to continue to talk to that person you're like Let- let's go get a coffee um, using credit cards or mobile payment applications can lead people to tap their way through dating which i don't think is a real way to get news through your mobile phone and i don't think it's a real way to get A dating lifestyle, but you can certainly rack up a lot of debt really, really quickly, especially when you want to make things last a little bit longer. So I find it sad that people are racking up debt as the economy is encroaching on a recession. I think love should be more accessible to more people and it should be cheaper. But I just don't think people work that way. 800 516 each calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Downside leadership from mega cap stocks again. Hesitation ahead of inflation data later this week. Wednesday, we get the producer prices. Thursday, we get the consumer prices. And Friday, we get retail sales. Those are going to be three big sets of numbers this week. Now, the headline that I'm not going to say scared me, Spooky. But the COVID cases pick it up in China, not what we want. Now, fortunately, Home Depot, Lowe's, Target, Amazon, you name it, they've already got their Christmas supply in. And they know what we want and they, they're sitting on it, but they're going to have to discount it to motivate us. But when you see COVID cases picking up in China, you're like, don't they still manufacture a lot for the world? I know that Apple said they want India to do it, but India is not up to speed yet on manufacturing completely for Apple. China, it would behoove the world if they would open up their country and their people to Western medicine and let us vaccinate them versus going through their own less effective vaccination. Now, again, now we're starting to talk about vaccines again and and booster shots, and I know that's going to piss off the audience, and I know that's not what I want to do right here. There's also more geopolitical worries after Russia stepped up missile attacks on Ukraine following the Crimea Bridge. Blast this weekend! That's a fascinating story. Vladimir Putin celebrated his 70th birthday on Friday, and Ukraine thought it would be well. Let's just highlight that it's his birthday. And we blew up a bridge that happened to be connected Russia-Ukraine to Ukraine or a former Ukrainian part of the province, the Crimea uh, port, and it's a beautiful bridge. But that's how Russia's getting a lot of supplies in it. It's was like, ooh, he's going to retaliate. Procter & Gamble down slightly. Kraft Heinz up. They're moving today after Procter & Gamble's downgraded and Goldman Sachs upgraded Kraft Heinz. So one upgrade from Goldman Sachs, one was a downgrade that caused the stock lower and one was an upgrade that caused the stock higher. We're looking for news right now. We're looking to see what's working. Utilities up one quarter. No, three quarters of 1% today. So what's being sold in tech, financials, um, no, no, I'm sorry, tech and healthcare and energy is being bought in financials and utilities. So money's flowing somewhere and you're like, dang it, I wish I had more financials and utilities and energy. Um, Energy is a big part of the S&P 500, and it's becoming a bigger part of the S&P 500 due to the earnings growth that we're going to see this quarter. Uh, The old companies, the the Exxons and the Chevron Techs, they're going to have good quarters. They're going to have very, very nice quarters. It's worthy of mentioning. Throwing it out there for you. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black